Hey, everybody, you're listening to NC Shop Talk brought to you by NC Carpet Binding. I'm your host, Mal Mayer. If you want to learn from some of the most innovative people in the industry and laugh a ton, then this show is for you. So let's get started. Our next guest is from Broken Bow, Oklahoma, was an active duty army for nine years and five years security contractor in Afghanistan. His company, many of you will probably know, The Proper Gentleman, is his own one-man band that specializes in designer leather goods. Getting to know him over the years, mostly through social media, he can be described as clearly being a patriot, number one, a great brand builder, a maverick, and what impresses me the most is he's true to himself. He believes in something, he voices it. Wants something, he goes after it. Nobody on this planet is more direct and brutally honest. NC Shop Talk welcomes in Jimmy Compton. Hello. It's your turn to say something, so. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hello. I'm not used to being introduced like that, so. How'd I do? Was it good? It was real good. I've, I've got warm and fuzzies on the back of my neck right now. All right. I'm trying. These aren't easy for me either. You know, we're not exactly best yeah. friends. We've gotten to know each other a little bit, but sometimes my take, you know, might not agree, but that's that, you know, that's the take yeah. I have on you. And there's a lot more, and you know, we've talked about over the years, whether you yeah. know, on the phone or otherwise. And yeah, I mean, that's the way I look at your first, you know, at first glance, just you know, even just watching your social media, you can pick up on so much. Yeah. Well, obviously, I'm honored to uh to be uh to be on your show. So thanks for having me. Uh, of course, man. I'm happy to have it's you. It's always it's always cool to get that call, you know, hey, I'm starting a podcast. You want to be on an episode? We haven't proven anything yet, but hopefully we can get you on there. <laughs> We're probably going to prove that I'm a big asshole today. So, let's, oh, boy, here let's, we go. Let's, let's yeah, see we what might. we can do. You got, a little, you, got a little, you got a little bit of that in you. I know that. A little bit. All right. First thing we'll get to, your Instagram page has really served as a voice for you. Not, not just for promoting your products, but also exposing injustices, you know, voicing what you feel is right. Can you expand on that a little bit? You say I voice my opinion on that page. And I mean, it's like, I really hold back quite a bit. It's um, because it is a brand, it's a business. And anytime you drop some sort of strong political view, whether it's left or right on, on a business page, you're going to see some loss in, uh, <laughs> in followers. And you're reading, you're reading my mind here. Because here was my next read on what to, to lead in with you is, there's no way 100% of your clients all share your beliefs, right? No, yeah, not at all. Even though we have freedom of speech, people will inevitably be turned off by opinions that don't fit into their little box or their little belief system. So that hurts your business for sure. Yes. yes. Yet you still do it. Is it courageous? Is it admirable? Bad business? A little bit dumb? Or a little bit of everything? How do you see it? I think it's dumb. You know, I wish. I wish we were able to, you know, openly express our views and, you know, basically not get attacked for it or, you know, suffer some sort of loss because of it. But I mean, that's the risk you take. I mean, celebrities, I guess, they're, you know, they fall under the same scrutiny, you know, if they step out and, you know, say what they want to say, well, they get on just like, you know, just like I do. So, I mean, I kind of understand and, and all that, but I, I think it's, Probably, uh, I think it's a mixture of everything that you said, but on the, on the same token, um, it's, it's good for branding. I mean, uh, it's proven you're not going to be able to please everyone. 
So there's companies out there that have specifically said, look, we're not going to please everyone. We're going to identify with one demographic and that's who we're going to go after. And that's who we're going to work with and for and all that good stuff. And that's what they've chosen to do. I think when you take that route, you've got to be able to, um, you know, fade the heat, as they say, you know, weather the storm when, when you've got people talking and spreading rumors and, you know, doing what they can to uh, destroy your company. It's real hard to take that approach when you're just a one man shot. So yeah. I think, cause I, I, I can tell you now, um, anytime I've ever posted anything political, um, on my page, and sometimes I've done it just to see what's going to happen. I'll lose some, I'll lose some folks. Say, and yeah. every now yep. and then I'll followers but, go know, down. Just, yep. But at the same time, though, when I do post something like that, my engagement with the people who follow me and stick around goes way up. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's like, what do you do? Do you try to grow your audience or do you try to embrace and just really get into it with the, with the, with the people who stick around and actually support you, you know? Yeah. So, well, I mean, what impresses me, you know, a blind man can see it, even though you're no longer active in the military. I'm going to go a little deep here. You're no longer active in the military you still take on that role of protector, whether it's conscious, subconscious, something you want to do willingly. And I think you do do it willingly, you know, whether it is conscious or subconscious. If I know something, I feel obligated to share it. It's education. I'm not trying to talk shit or, you know, fear monger or clickbait or any of that stuff. It's just, Hey, did you know about this? Or, and I try to, you know, stick to facts and, you know, that way no one can come back and you know, here's what I see. Here's how hey, I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, you're it. spreading lies. And, yeah, you're spreading lies. And, you know, so I really try to stick with just factual stuff when I do post anything. But, you know, the people that unfollow you and hate on you for your political views, especially when they're based on facts, you know, I think they're, I don't know, they're they're in their feelings a little more than they need to be yeah. when it comes to the rights of others. Uh, right. So anyway, yeah. All right. How was my take, though? Pretty spot on. Oh, yeah. I think oh, you're a protector. <laughs> you're a protector, bro. I, I, well, I, I mean, I think that stems from, you know, my, cause my childhood, dude, I was a, I was a middle child. So, you know, watch my little brother get the beat out of him by, you know, step parents and abused by step brother. And, and, and also I've, you know, gone through that stuff myself and it's someone can't fend for themselves. Like, man, I don't know how people can just, you know, when you see someone getting their ass kicked on the street, you got people recording it instead of stepping in. I don't get that at all. So I don't know. I guess you sound a protector. I never thought of it that way, but All right. I just don't like people doing shit, man. Yeah, makes, that makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I see it pretty clear. All right, getting a little little less deep here. Let's talk about the products, the proper gentleman produces. Uh, right. Why listeners should hop on your website, go to your social media pages, check it out, buy it up. And by the way, it's good. I've done it. Uh, and even before I really knew Jimmy that well, I ordered one just because of what I saw on his social media and following him. I just said, this guy's, you know, I like this guy. He's a army guy fought for this country. He deserves my business. The quality looks good. And it is, but I mean, tell them, Appreciate that. tell them, tell everybody why, you know, I take, I take a lot of pride. Like I'm a perfectionist for, for starters. And you know, that gets in a way of, you know, probably me expanding this company, but I'm real big on fit and finish and I'm real big on quality. And um, every piece that, that I send out is going to be, you know, dripping with that is, you know, I, I just can't allow myself to make junk, you know? So I use the best, uh, the, the best materials, all the leather I use is American made. The only, well, the, the thread that I use is German, but it's, it's really good thread, really expensive stuff. But I, I say I slow build things, but when, when I'm doing my custom orders, it's like, I've like right now I've got just a, 
a regular belt blank in front of me. I do those one these projects one at a time, and I don't know. It's it's kind of cheesy to say, but I feel like I develop a relationship with each project that comes across my my desk here. So, you know, I don't look at my products as hey, you're you know you're getting a wallet over here. I look at that as you know you're getting an hour and a half or two hours of my life. That's what you're buying when you buy that wallet. Yeah. So or ten or fifteen know, or twenty when it's custom. Yep. Yeah. If it's a custom, it can get up there. But that's you know that's just kind of how I just have a lot of pride in what I do. And all right, not looking around at your cage. And it's hard for me. It's hard for me to have a kind of conversation with a guy like you because you're so well versed. You're so right in whatever it is politically. And I'm not that guy. I'm not a political guy. But I do have a strong opinion on this, and I want to get your take on my take with what happened with the past election. Okay. Hear me out on this first, then, then you jump in. Okay. All right. I'm not far out on the right, but I'm much more right than I am left, which, you know, I, whatever. I don't, I don't put that out there on our social media stuff and really let people know. And, you know, I've always kept quiet sure. politically. It's just, it's not my thing. I think Trump did an amazing job shoring up our security and building up our economy. There's really not a, a lot of proof to dispute that. There's also no way to dispute him being highly insensitive and insulting. And I think that ultimately resulted in him losing the election that under normal circumstances, he he should have won by a landslide. The way I see it, if he'd just been a little kinder, a little more human, a little gentler, he he would have been our president right now. The way I see it, 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 it's primarily his fault that the Democratic Party gained control, whether, you know, whatever you want, if you wanted to, if you're a left, if you're a right, whatever. But I think that's how the election went down is it's his, I think it's his fault. You know, ball was in his court and a big part of the time it was in his hands. He dropped it. So I'm going to agree with you on everything, but the reason he lost the the election. I mean, me personally, I think the election was, it was rigged. I mean, I'm just... That's my opinion on that. As far as the way he conducts himself, Trump's an awesome businessman. Uh, as far as him being uh, a good public speaker, I think he sucks as a public speaker. I think he sucks as a talker. As far as him being rude and, and all that stuff, gotta, you know, you got to take into consideration our cameras his whole life, right? Has he ever been accused of being rude or insensitive or anything like that before he became president and was being pounded in the by the press every day? There's yeah, a lot never, of things never changed racist, about the, none the, of that stuff. I never, no one ever heard that before. The public opinion supposedly changed about him once he became uh, president. And I mean, dude, you can compare one media outlet to the next side by side. The headlines of the same story are completely different. I mean, dude, by now the writing is on the wall. Everyone knows that the media is corrupt beyond all means of i don't even think they can be recovered as an industry this would probably piss some people off i don't know but the first amendment uh, includes protection of the media and i think freedom of speech and what the media puts out uh, is two different things i think the media because of who they are and what their entity is and you know what their existence is all about i think it should be limited to nothing but facts there should be no sensationalization of uh of anything they shouldn't report one uh statistical thing or more than the the other you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know what if you're going to report uh people being shot by cops report everyone who gets shot by cops you know what i mean don't report Not just, just the ones, the ones that's kind advantageous of agenda. for your agenda yep yeah yeah so that's you know th- you know that that's my views on but 
I think that I think the country needs to be run like a business. I don't know why we uh, why we think this this world superpower that we supposedly have should be run any other way. I don't know why anyone. Well, I don't know why anyone would vote for Joe Biden. Uh, I mean, that guy's a, a talking potato, and it's. I'm just. I don't know. Th- this election was a was just a big show. All right, uh, but, rattled your cage enough yeah. there. Not at all. No rattle here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Let's take it down a notch from the last question, but just a smidge. We're going to play a hypothetical game that I've been playing for over 25 years uh, called Burning House. I'm going to give you three people, one of which you could be a hero again and save from that burning house, but the other two are going to perish. You ready to go? So I can only choose to save one? You can only save one. The other two are going bye-bye. Oh, wow. You got to promise me you got to pull one though, because I okay. got to okay. pull one. You can't no no flip flopping. What's the time limit on this? Do I have to I, answer I, immediately? No, I'll give you like ten seconds. I mean, we can edit this, <laughs> of course. Okay, all right, let's all right. go. All right, burning house. Save one. The other two are going to burn. Ready? All right. One. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. All right. Two. Joe Biden. Three. The man pulling the strings, probably, as far as Jimmy Compton's concerned, Barack Obama. Give it to me. Who are you saving? Man, Barack's not pulling the strings. I'd probably pull Joe Biden out. Okay. Tell me why. That surprises me. I'm a little shocked. Because he's the dumbest of the three. All right. And he's he's obviously a puppet, but what, yeah. <laughs> he can't function on his own. But who, why? Who's behind it? If it's oh not Obama, goodness. Bush... You know, and the Clintons, who's behind, who's behind, you know, who's behind Joe? I would say, I would say the people who's behind Joe. Yeah. I think Joe is like the bottom of the barrel when it, when it comes to who's running the world. I think he's literally, I think, like you said, he's a puppet, Mm -hmm. man. I'm like, I'm like a deep conspiracy guy. So it's, I don't know how crazy you want to get with this, but but it's, uh, you know, I I always have, we don't want to get too crazy on the conspiracy stuff. We don't want to lose people, but. My thought was from a layman's perspective, layman's basic brain that only goes so it's far. All, it's all Rothschilds, Rockefellers, that, that group. Okay. That's, yeah, and I've heard yeah, that a million times, and I don't dismiss yeah. it. You know, I don't dismiss well, anything. They're, they're the group that owns the, the Federal Reserve, and then Trump comes right in and exposes everything. And yeah, there's a lot, anyway. of truth to the, a lot of truth to the draining of the, you know, draining of the swamp. And what did it for me where I saw before I realized that, you know, Biden's a weakling. I mean, he's been in politics for a thousand years. He hasn't accomplished a thing. But other than that, which is just, you know, factual, what is what has he ever accomplished? I, I, ha- I haven't seen that list yet. Biden? Yeah. But the thing that got me is when you started to see George Bush, you know, kind of take that, the left side and coming out against Trump. And it was fine. That's his opinion. He can do whatever he wants. But that's when I knew that the power grab yeah. was going to be trying to go the, the Bushes, the Clintons, and, you know, to a lesser degree, the Obamas that, you know, really were controlling the, the country for years, their, their family, their influence as presidents, power, um, politicians was vast. And a lot yeah. of that probably got, you know, taken away and they wanted that back. And that's when I knew, you know, just from the layman's brain that they were trying to get that power back. And that's why I see him as a puppet to those three, the Bush, Clinton, Obama family. That was that's my take on it. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, you're talking about Biden? 
Yeah, just in general, that Biden was oh, a puppet for those three, those three families. Yeah, you know? they're they're definitely they're definitely the you know probably call them the general managers. They don't really own the country; they just run it for the people who who do own it. What vision do you have for the proper gentleman moving forward? Any anything in the pipeline that's big? Any you know big elaborate plants yeah. moving forward? Things you foresee? What do you what do you what's on the uh, what's on the slate? I haven't told anybody uh, publicly yet, so I'll, I'll tell you first. I guess you get All the right. exclusive meat and potatoes, but We're breaking I'm about breaking re- news. I'm about to I'm about to rebrand my company. The fact of the matter is, I'm a pretty crude guy. I'm like a pretty uh, I'm brash. You know, I'm blunt. I like to cuss and I like to talk. I'm sarcastic and none of that is really proper or gentlemanly. So it's, um, I think in the long run, it creating, um, it's creating confusion, especially with, uh, like new customers that might come along. And cause anybody that, you know, you ask, you know, if you just walk up to a stranger on the street, you know, if I ever ask you to describe a proper gentleman, what would it be? They're all going to say, you know, somebody in a suit and a top hat with a cane and probably smoking a cigar or something. Yeah. And that's not, that's not me. Super formal. So I don't know when I, when I started this, I, you know, like I said, I was, I had hopes of growing it into like a, an actual clothing line, but mm. the more I get into this, the less I want to do that. I don't really want to uh, jump into uh, a rat race like that. Cause that's going to be big time inventory management. That's you as gotta, tough as it gets. That ain't no one man band. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Design, you know, I'm going to have to hire staff and I mean, it's, I'm just, I just don't know if I have any desire to do that, man. I just, uh, I like, I like waking up when I want to wake up. I like going to bed when I want to go to bed. I like, uh, if I want to drive to Arizona tomorrow, guess what? I'm going to pack my bags tonight and go to Arizona tomorrow. Yeah. So it's, I like that freedom. How about the young gentleman? Uh, well, I think, uh, so I've been talking to, a, a he's a graphic designer, uh, marketing guy, and we're, we're just going to use my name. I think somehow, some way we don't know yet how we're going to do it, but with all of the, uh, the companies out there that see, they got the, the word proper in it or the word gentleman in it. I just want to get away from it and just, just be me. And if somebody copies Jimmy Compton in some way, then them, you know, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Not changing my name. <laughs> All right. Getting down to the guys that are looking to do what you do or guys that are out there that, you know, want to get better or be open to some advice. What advice would you have for guys trying to take their leather crafted goods to the next level? Maybe some can't miss vendors or some things they should really do or focus on. Man, I'm going to, I would say this, you know, like one of the, one of the hardest things for me to do was, uh, was ask for help. I, I didn't want to ask any, uh, cause well, for one, I don't, you know, you know, these guys, they, you know, they don't respond and that shit, I take that personal. So I just don't ask them, but I would tell a guy who's trying to, to grow. I mean, look, you either have the time to sit there for eight hours a day and learn that, shit, or you, you're going to YouTube video it in the evenings. Or, I mean, my thing would be a mentor is always the best. If you can find a mentor to uh, help guide you uh, along the way, then that would be uh that'd be the route that, that I would go. And, you know, just whatever you do, don't copy your mentor, you know, don't take his advice and then try to water it down with your, shit, you know, just take his advice, put your spin on it and make your own product. You know, that's, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've had makers reach out to me and I'm like, all right, I'll help this guy out. You know, I answer some questions and, you know, I'll even show him how I'm doing some a couple things. And then, 
freaking two or three weeks later, they're making stuff that looks just like mine. Just like I'm yours, like, the war chief I'm the like, flag. Yep. I know. Yeah, I've seen I'm it. just like, come on, man. And it's like, so now you got to have that whole awkward conversation about dude, you know, uh, you know, just blatant. But anyway, just blatant. yeah. And I mean, yep. and I get that and I get that it's, you know, the, the flattery thing and our, the, you know, whatever I get that, but, man, I'm, I'm trying to do this for a living. And if you're, if you're taking and doing what I'm, and you know, even if you do a good job, you're, you're watering down what I created. And yeah, in the long run, that hurts both of us because people are going to see your the cheap knockoff. And then now they're going to see mine as well. If he can do it, then you should, you know, whatever, you're not so exclusive or whatever. They, and you know, the guys that usually is. copy you are going to do it for 30, 40% less because they yeah. have no R and D in it, no craftsmanship in it, no time in it. They can afford to do it for less and you know, you, you, yeah, whatever. Or, or the imagination. That's the thing. So that's, yeah. that's the part that gets me, man. You know, if, if a guy was like, Hey bro, uh, I just can't really come up with anything solid. Do you mind if I use your war chief and man, I'll freak out. I'll give you a hundred bucks every wallet. I sell, you know, fine. Let's do that. You can use my art. If you pay me to use it, you know, it's just, I'll send you the don't template. just come. Yeah. Don't snake it <laughs> off my page and just run with it. Like it's yours. You Anyway, yep, that's terrible. All right, let's have some fun here. Quick and easy, low key. It's rapid fire hot seat time. So I'm going to throw Oof. some things at you, some questions. Just fire back as quick as you can. A couple may take a little bit more, and that's fine, but try to go as quick as you can. First things that come to your mind your teenage celebrity crush. Oh my God, John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> you got a real one for me? You're going to stick with that. Oh man, my teenage probably has to be Cindy Crawford. All right. Gotta be. It's the first one that comes to mind. All right. If given the choice, would you rather do what you're doing now or go back to the military career? What I'm doing now. Even if you're going back to your old 20s and 30s body, you're gonna stick with this. Bro, we my thing is when I learned about <laughs> the Rothschilds running everything, I lost interest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a, le <laughs> a leader or commander you served with that you take a bat to the head for? Oh, uh, that'd be Alan West. He was my battalion commander. Do you know who he is? Yeah, I knew you were going to answer that too because I remember years ago you posted a picture with him and yeah. the reverence you showed him, I said, it's got to be Alan West. It's got to be. Yeah, yep. he's a solid He's a solid guy, man. You said how you see him on TV is how he is and that's how I've always known him. He ain't no other way. So on the on the battlefield and everything else, he was the same same guy? Yeah, I worked, like when we, when we got into Iraq, because my job, I was a, I was a radar operator. Um, so when we got to Iraq in 03, we were uh, some of the first Americans on Taji Air Base, if, you know, for the people that's familiar. So Alan West, that's where he was set up. That's where uh, 220 field artillery was established. And so when we got there, we didn't have a supply chain set up for replacement parts for our equipment. So we were there on Taji with those guys for like two months. So I worked just for Alan West doing, um, well, we did like patrols and stuff like that down in the, in the, on the economy out in um, out, um, in Taj, right there outside the airbase. So it don't matter uh, Fox TV or you know downtown um, Al Taji. He's the same guy. All right, cool, calm, and collected. Nice. All right. If you had to be one, what's your spirit animal? Ooh, probably a basset hound. <laughs> and you have one, Fred, of course. Yeah. All right. Who'd win a fight? A prime Muhammad Ali or a prime Mike Tyson? Man, I think Mike Tyson would take that. I don't know which way I'd go, but if one fight, 
I think Tyson takes it. If they had three fights, I think Ali would figure it out just because he was so cerebral, so smart. Man, I think Tyson would take all three. All just three? Because he's, just because he's such a killer. He was an animal. He was just unbelievable. I mean, his discipline, his... He had middleweight, lightweight skills in a heavyweight body with the brain and the know-how to match, and he just just killed people. He was unbelievable. I think the, the only reason why anybody left that let, left the boxing ring alive is because there was a bail, and you know, and there was a referee in there. If yeah. it was just get in there and go, he would have killed every single one of them. Yeah, he was he was a monster. Yeah. Um, there's another one here. I would close with that one. I'm gonna give you another one because the last one we kind of talked about, you know, a bunch of times. Let's do this one. I give this one to a prior guest that I interviewed. A prime Sugar Ray or a prime Floyd Mayweather? Oh, man, I'm going to have to go with Sugar Ray just because I hate Floyd Mayweather. I went the same way. I don't yeah. I don't exa- I don't like Mayweather any more than anybody, you know, anybody else does that, you know, I, I don't value show offs too much. But in my, um, well, in my opinion, he goes too long in between fights. You know, I don't know what Sugar Ray's uh, average. And fight you know, smaller guys, work. doesn't fight the best guys all the time. That's the part that pisses yeah. me off. He talks and a big game, but he doesn't back. He never, never backed it up facing the best. I'm sorry, he just didn't. But you yeah. couldn't touch the guy. You couldn't hurt the guy. That I'd never seen before in any level. But uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, we talked about this earlier. You know, Durant, Hagler, everybody. It's just, yeah, oh, yeah. Woo, he fought everybody. Yeah. Duck, duck, nobody. Yep. Well, I mean, there's no doubt that Floyd puts in the work. You can't, you know, he's he is talented and he does work. Oh, yeah. But I also think that he's been catered to quite a bit. Yeah, a little bit. And this whole new fight thing with that, you know, I don't even want to say the guy's name. It, it's the YouTuber? A, it's, it's a joke. Paul. The two Uber? Yeah. Jake Paul. And just, it's embarrassing. It's a it's a blemish for boxing. I, I, I can't see it any other way. It's just a, making a mockery of it. Did you notice how long those Logan boys were in trouble when after that whole thing in Japan went down? It was like a blip on the screen. They're right back in the prime time now, fighting for millions of dollars. And yeah, it's like yeah, but the public just—they don't care. Public it's press, just amazing. How they want? It's amazing. You know, it's, it's all about agendas. That's all it is. That's, yeah. that's really all it is. And the stuff that Floyd got away with. Ah, yeah. whatever. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I think that's it. We'll put a bow on this sucker. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that was crazy. Right. Woo, we're getting out there with some stuff. Like I said, I got to be careful with my opinion because I, I can't piss people off like you do and get away with it. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, kid. Likewise. Bye. Thanks for listening in today, everybody. If you learned something new and liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe for more NC Shop Talk. Do me a favor and help us grow this sucker. Share this show on your social media feeds with anyone else who'd love to hear it. Thanks for giving us a listen. And until next time, remember to get out there and make it happen.